Naughty 40. My first gay erotic novel is out now. Tom isn't ready to turn 40, with the middle-aged spread starting to take hold and his family upping the pressure for him to settle down. Tom is torn about whether life as a single stud is still worth pursuing. A planned day of minor celebration quickly steps up as his friends join him throughout the day. As they reminisce, Tom is reminded of some of his hottest sexual conquests, from the night he lost his virginity in the back room of a club to the moment one of his workmates crossed the line after a few beers. With the help of a night with his closest friends, who get unexpectedly closer, Tom realises that while life might not begin at 40 for a 21st century gay man, it isn't the end of the world. Naughty 40, my first gay erotic novel by Liam Williams, available on my website liamwilliams.com.au forward slash store Hey Baiters, welcome to another episode of the Proud Baiters Anonymous podcast. I'm Liam Williams, uh, back on board. I hope you all enjoyed your masturbation month. Uh, I certainly celebrated long and hard. Uh, We'll chat about that a little bit later on, but uh, this is episode one of season, I don't know, but it is a new season and it is a new format that I hinted about earlier in last episode. So I've had a lot of people get in touch uh, asking for a little bit more from Proud Baiters Anonymous, and so the new format is going to give people that little bit more uh, with a bit more length and a bit more information and a bit more chat in order to get that extra length and the extra chat uh, I put the call out recently for co-hosts quite a few people got in touch quite a few people have been in touch as well about uh, finding the beta community and becoming more involved in it one of the people who got in touch knows his way around his baiting and knows his way around a microphone. So without any further ado, I would like to welcome Sean to the Proud Baiters Anonymous podcast. Oh, thank you so much. It's uh, it's great to have you. It's great to be here. Someone else on the microphone in the studio uh, ready to talk about baiting. Oh, I have so much I want to say about this. <laughs> it's um, It's going to be fun. I think, uh, and it's going to be, yeah, we've had two production meetings now, as well as numerous online chats about what we wanted to do, and just by a complete coincidence, uh, you are a keen beta, keen to get more involved in the beta community, and know which end of the microphone to speak into, but... (laughs) The most coincidental uh, and probably important part is that you live in the same city as me. Yes. <laughs> Which uh, is what kind of set you apart from everybody else that got in touch. So as much as I'd love to have everyone that got in touch as a co-host, um, time zones are a thing. Uh, and as well as, as much as we all loved Zoom during lockdown, it's not the best for recording uh, an interactive chat podcast. So it's great, Sean, that you're living in the same city and... Only about 20 minutes down the road, though. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's very good. And um, it's going to lend itself to some uh, some great podcasting from here on out. So before we get too deep into what our new format's going to be, uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself as a beta? Mm, so Don't go too deep because we do have your beta profile <laughs> interview coming up uh, in the next couple of episodes. But before people continue to yell at their speakers going, who the fuck's this guy um, that's just wedged <laughs> his way into Liam's podcast, um, tell us a bit about why you're here and tell us a bit about you as a beta. I am one of those closet betas, sadly. Uh, well, was up until quite recently. You're leaning on the anonymous side of Proud Betas Anonymous? Yeah, I suppose you could say that. <laughs> um, I reserved my me time for solo times, Yep, if that makes any sense. It was something that I would hide away from uh, and just keep very much to myself. And I suppose lockdown kind of hit and I went, well, actually... I enjoy this more than anything else within, yep. within. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I discovered your podcast and kind of wanted to know some more. Great. So I am one of those people who I will sit there and say, I'm a wanker. Yep. I will sit and masturbate, but I'm not one of those people who will tell the world. Not saying that everybody needs to sit there and be, you know, hands up, fist to the sky, <laughs> um, but it's not it's not the kind of conversation that I would organically bring up with friends. Yep. And I guess um, that covers a lot of the listener base, I think, and I think that covers a lot of the beta community, is that we all enjoy it uh, and we all enjoy it in varying degrees of openness. I think there's a little bit of a perception out there that I will just tell anyone and everyone, um, which I would love to be able to do. Uh, and I think, you know, if it gets to the point where we can all just proudly uh, admit to how often we're enjoying ourselves solo, then that's great. But I'm not at that point yet. Uh, I certainly... I'm a lot more open than I used to be. And one of the good things is that I'm a lot more open with people who aren't necessarily betas. And I think that's good um, in terms of taking away any stigma and leaning more on the proud side of the Proud Betas Anonymous uh, as we get further and further along. So that's... That kind of thing, I think, is a topic that we could spend a lot of time so much time. talking about. Uh, but we should probably let people know what the podcast is going to look out uh, look like from here on out. Uh, and we're going to cover a few different things. So so far, regular listeners will know that I've kind of picked a topic for each episode uh, and have just had a quick chat about it, whether or not that's a general thing, whether or not that's a bit of information or whether or not that's my personal experience. But from now on, 
we're going to kind of split the podcast into three or four segments. Mm-hmm. And those segments will be split between kind of Sean and myself. And there'll be some information, there'll be some discussion, and there'll be some tips and tricks, uh, as well as some questions for you listeners. And lots of questions from me. (laughs) (laughs) And questions from me, because uh, even though Sean will think that I'm a little bit further along on my my beta journey, we were having a chat before, uh, and I think... Sean's a little bit more experimental uh, than I am in certain ways. Um, and Sean thinks I know more than perhaps I do. We'll find that out as we go along. Um, but we're, uh, we'll be coming at things from a slightly different perspective, pun intended. And yeah, hopefully you all enjoy it, listeners. So the first thing... Is just how's your week been? It's been all right. Or how's your fortnight been? So that's the other thing. It's going to come out every fortnight. And this is the thing that a lot of listeners will be like, oh, thank God, because I have not been regular in my posting of these episodes. (laughs) Uh, And so now that I have Sean to keep me more accountable, uh, there will be more regular postings. So every two weeks... For those that don't know what Fortnite means or don't use it where they come from, there will be an episode of Proud Beaters Anonymous. There'll still be some interview episodes, but most of them will be this format with Sean and I. So how's your Fortnite been? Baiting-wise, general-wise. General-wise? Yep. General-wise, it's a next question, sort of. Okay, how's it been bait-wise then? Bait-wise, it's been up and down. Um, For instance, the last week for myself, I've not had too much of a chance. Um, It's been super hella busy. So I've not really had that that downtime to myself there. Um, And I mean, before that, it was different. I was on different shifts at work. So I had that opportunity where I had that time for myself. Um, and I loved it. It was great. It is great. And it is unfortunate when it flips around the other way uh, and you don't get that time. Um, but how's it been for yourself? Good, actually. So uh, I mentioned in the last episode that a few of us from the Proud Betters Anonymous Facebook group um, got together over Masturbation May uh, and had a little chat group. And because I'm a data nerd, I made a spreadsheet for everyone. (laughs) And we all tracked our baiting uh, for the month. So uh, as we're recording this, it's the 3rd of June. Um, But yeah, May was quite productive and quite a full month in terms of baiting. I think I totaled close to to 24 hours uh, for the month. Oh, what? So you were counting hours, not just... We were counting... Uh, loads and time and a few other things. So A few other things? Well, whether toys or poppers were involved, whether someone else was involved. I have so many questions. Go for it. So I've, many I can questions. Get the, I can get the spreadsheet up. <laughs> um, so there were, there were like 15 of us in the group, mm. varying levels of 
activeness amongst the group and amongst the spreadsheet. Um, but I, I've said it before on the podcast that I'm a data nerd. Um, and so that comes into everything, uh, including my baiting. So we tracked number of loads, uh, when and where you did it, what kind of material you used, whether or not a buddy was involved, whether or not toys or poppers or other things were involved. Uh, and then a few people set some goals for themselves for the month. I didn't quite hit mine. Um, and yeah, then we just chatted about it. Shared some videos, set some challenges for each other. It was great fun. I tried to do it last year, but the group had like half as many people in the Facebook group this time last year than it did this year. So it didn't quite fly, but um, it was a lot of fun. I'm interested about the uh, the when and where section that you've got there. So there's date and location. So mine, because I won't uh, give out anyone else's data because I haven't asked for their permission <laughs> and I'm not Google. So... Um, I just wrote whether or not I did it in bed or whether I did it at the desk or whether I did it at work and then the date that I did it. Some guys tracked kind of what time of day, but I just put date, where, what I watched, that I came and how long I did it for. You see, I find that incredible purely for the fact that the only thing that I'm thinking of when I want to bait is baiting. Well, I logged it after the fact. Oh, usually after the fact, I'm sitting there and I'm like, I need five minutes to gather myself again. And yeah, I know. gave myself the five minutes. I'm not sitting there with Pornhub open on one tab and the spreadsheet open on the other. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there were a couple of times where I had to log kind of four days uh, at once, but I ended up with 30 loads for the month. How many days in the month? 31. Um, and 23 hours 50 altogether. So an average of a bit under an hour a day. Nice effort. On average, you know, it, that ranges from 10 minutes to two and a half hours. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty happy with May. Very nice. June's started well. I've had a couple of good sessions in June already. Uh, I just happened to have some time with the house to myself, so I made the most of it. Very nice. Yeah, and now we're here. We're going to have a bit of a chat next uh, about some tips or some techniques or some toys. Our three T segments. Mm. Each uh, fortnight, Sean's going to pick something to have a bit of a chat about in terms of tick tips, techniques, or toys, and we're all going to have something to think about and try in the next few days. What have you got for us this week? So uh, for those that aren't, well, a lot of people would be on Bait Worlds or, or something yep. like that, um, but the Bait World, Bait World has just finished doing the uh, Bait World Bait Off. Yes. Um, and... I've been watching, I've been following along with it and loving it. It's been great to watch. It's kind of given me a couple more ideas about things. One of the things that I've tried over the last couple of weeks 
is milking. Okay, yeah. Not something that I've done before. Yeah. Because traditionally I am a recline on the couch, go to town. Yep. Uh, but they did their milking episode and I thought, you know, that that actually looks interesting. I might give that a try. Uh, so got myself all set up for it and it just blew my mind. Okay. Now. Tell us about it then. Yeah. For those who don't know what, what milking is in the, in the bait world bait off, uh, they had the rules of all fours in front and behind. So basically you're on the floor on all fours and you are just beating off. Yep. But you will alternate between doing a little bit normal. So from the front. And then you'd reach around in between your legs and just stroke from behind. Okay. So the the grip that you have in the front is different to the grip that you have at the back. So it's a different sensation throughout. And angles and... Yeah. And yeah. just like different shapes that your body's sitting in at that time. Um, I do have to say that I, I did get a bit of a back, back cramp. <laughs> <laughs> From the reaching. From the reaching. Yep. Um, because I was kind of leaning too far forward. Um, so I kind of leaned back into it a little bit more and just, oh, I think I went for half hour, 40 minutes yeah. and then literally had to have a nana nap afterwards. <laughs> it was, for me, it was mind blowing. It was, it's something that I've not done before. Yep. So it was great to kind of experiment with something like that. Yeah. And I think... This is one of the things that you the more time you spend on the internet um, for all of its pluses and minuses, you do discover a lot. And there's so many tips and techniques out there. And hopefully uh, we can cover a few for people that are listening. And milking sounds fun. Sounds like it's worth a shot. Mm. I think... I'm like I said at the start, I'm not super experimental, but I think you could encourage me to eat. Well, look, milking's not one of those things that's a, you know, a five minute job. Yes. You know, yep. you've, you've got to work into it, but I'm glad to hear that you're open to being experimental with a couple things. Cause as much as I say that I'm one of those people who is just a recline and go for it. When I was younger, um, so I grew up in a traditional family in, in the outer Eastern suburbs of Melbourne and, you know, masturbation was one of those things that was just, you know, no, no, don't do that. So yeah. I had to yep. find different ways to, to enjoy it. And so I came up with a bunch of different things that I would do that I don't do now. Uh, but then I've also found a great resource that sadly doesn't get updated anymore um, yeah. that I based all of my bait sessions on. Um, and I'm very excited to be sharing tips, techniques, different lube recipes from like homemade lube recipes as well as shop bought ones. Yeah. We asked our, um, we asked the Facebook group during the week uh, about other things that they tried uh, and baby oil was right up there uh, in terms of a non-traditional uh, lubricant or not intended for sexual lubrication purposes. I'm, I think it's pretty common. 
Like I think there's a fair chunk of the baby oil market that is not for babies anymore. <laughs> uh, I can't say that I've actually. I've, I can't say that I've ever used baby oil. I have a couple of times. A guy that I used to hook up with suggested it, um, and I tried it and I loved it. But, and this is my thing with lube generally, that we'll get into a little bit more is that. I don't want the cleanup. And I hate the yeah, cleanup. I hate the cleanup. Uh, and that's why, even though I'm cut, I jack off dry pretty much most of the time because there's the added cleanup. So then, if you add the oil thing, that's harder again to clean up than anything fair water based. So, as much as I have enjoyed baby oil, it's not something that I use often, but uh, I. Certainly think a lot of guys out there have experimented with it. So milking is what you've tried recently. Yes. And would you recommend? Uh, I would give it an 8 out of 10. Oh, okay. So it's right up there for me. Yeah. But only if you have the time to invest in it. Like if Don't you- just get on all fours and... Jerk off in the shower before you get ready for work. No, as I said, it's not something that you can do in five minutes. So don't think that you're going to get on all fours and just nut one out straight up. Yep. You need to have that time to get into it, to get the comfortable rhythms and and stances. Um, And you'll also discover ways for yourself that that's going to work. Yeah. So as I said, I was leaning too far forward, got the back cramp not the best, but I also felt like I was just like ripping my dick right back because yeah, yeah. of the angle that it was. Yep. And it took me a little bit to kind of figure out that if I just kind of leaned backwards a little bit and reached in a little bit further. Angles worked better. Yeah. And that there was more comfort in it. The grip was different. The sensation was different. And that just made it. But it wasn't definitely wasn't something that you know you can give yourself ten minutes to do, and that's it. Yeah, interesting. If you do try it, listeners, uh, let us know. Get in touch on the socials, uh, my socials, or have a chat about it in the Facebook group. We'll probably put something up in the Facebook group and in the Discord server about that. And the links to join those will be in the episode description. I want to educate you about something. Right. Okay. This is going to be a regular thing. I feel like from the couple of things that I mentioned during our meeting before I hit record, uh, that there are things that you are going to learn from me. Mm-hmm. The first is about cornflakes. Uh, and those that don't know, those that know, know, obviously. Uh, and those that don't know are like, I didn't think cornflakes would come up in a wanking podcast. But here we are. The two, There's two items of food and it's not we're going to add cornflakes to a bait session well i usually have them beforehand to you know make sure i've got the the energy energy. through well that's not what john kellogg wanted oh right so in the uh early 1800s there was the puritans in the u.s right in the 19th century, the early 1800s, and they were very against sexual things. And so they were even more against masturbation. 
And one of the things that these doctors came up with was that a bland diet would help you lead a more pure life, bland life. So Dr. John Kellogg, who is actually a doctor, said this. Uh, So this is from Mental Floss, an article about cornflakes. If illicit commerce of the sexes is a heinous sin, self-pollution is a crime doubly abominable. That's what Dr. John Kellogg (laughs) wrote about um, masturbation and catalogued 30 different symptoms of a person plagued by masturbation, including general infirmity, defective development, mood swings, fickleness, bashfulness, and boldness. So he's just kind of covering everything. Bad posture, stiff joints, just not from the milking. Uh, Fondness (laughs) for spicy foods, acne, palpitations, and epilepsy. So there are some of those things that are listed there that I can associate with masturbation. Like, yeah, there are moments where you finish your masturbation and you shake uncontrollably. So yes, um, and there are certain times that my posture isn't great after sitting reclined in what I think is a comfortable position while I'm baiting. Sometimes I feel like I have palpitations when I'm done, <laughs> uh, and my mood does swing during a session, and I feel somewhat bold afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, um, but he decided that diet was a big part of it. So he worked at a sanitarium, not the company that makes Wheat Bix, Kellogg's competitor, yeah. an actual sanitarium. He created a health treat for the patients, which was oatmeal and cornmeal baked into biscuits and then ground into tiny pieces. Mm. So the basics of it is cornflakes were invented by a doctor who was trying to cure people of their masturbation impulses. <laughs> so that's something to think about the next time you eat cornflakes. The other <laughs> item of food is not too relevant to us in uh, Australia, but very relevant to our US listeners because I can almost guarantee, well, I can almost guarantee that every Australian kid had cornflakes at some point. Yeah. I can almost guarantee that every US listener listening will have eaten a graham cracker mm-hmm. at some point. And Sylvester Graham was a man who hated sex. And so he invented the graham cracker as a plain, boring food that would, together with Kellogg's cornflakes, give you a bland diet and a pure life. So there's your little bit of history oh. around the anti-masturbation movement and how we got cornflakes and graham crackers. I, I don't understand how they think having a bland diet is going to stop somebody from masturbating. I just think that purity... Purity was the aim, obviously, of the Puritans. It's in the name. Mm. And so just making everything as bland as possible made your life as bland as possible. And the idea was to quell your sexual urges. 
by yeah. feeding yourself things that don't satisfy anything. Yeah. And okay. so now millions of Americans make s'mores around the campfire and then fucking tents. It's <laughs> it's totally gone against what Graham... In, and it is bland, which is why you have to add marshmallow and chocolate to make it edible into a s'more. I do like a good s'more, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he really didn't like sex and masturbation. He was, you may not be surprised, uh, a preacher also. So that is uh, Mr. Graham who invented the Graham cracker. Anyway, that's a little bit of learning there you go. for the week. Well, thank you. For... There'll be people that already knew, but uh, lots of people can now have a protest by jerking off onto a s'more. Or into a bowl of Kellogg's cornflakes. Or corn into flakes. a bowl of cornflakes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we should come up with a question of the week for our listeners that we will post in the Facebook group and the Discord server for people to answer so that we can chat about it in the next episode. Mm. What should we ask them about, do you think? We've talked about milking and we've talked about graham crackers and cornflakes. Well, putting all of them together there just kind of makes me think, do you eat your own? Oh, yeah. A very common question. Mm. I think a very bit of a taboo question too. Even sometimes I think with parts of the, the beta community. It'll be interesting to see what people say. Mm. So that will be up in our Facebook group and our Discord server. The links are in the episode description uh, and we will see what people say and we'll have a chat about that in our next episode. Thanks for joining me, Sean. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Yeah, we're away. Our next episode is going to be uh, getting a bit more in-depth into knowing Sean, he's our next beta profile interviewee. Uh, so make sure you're around for that one. Uh, if you've enjoyed the episode, make sure you've hit subscribe. Follow uh, Liam Williams, that's me, on the socials. All my links are in the episode description. Join the groups uh, and tell your beta buddies about Proud Betas Anonymous and happy baiting. Hey, Baiters, just a quick note to let you know I have a new membership set up for the Proud Baiters podcast. If you'd like early access to these episodes, then you can sign up as a member with the link in the episode description. Your support goes a long way to helping Sean and I keep the podcast running and making sure we are doing the work with the beta community to get the word out there. Thanks again for listening and happy baiting.